The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again. And out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down and put what is good into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? And they answered, yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I want to thank Father Miguel, who uh, left early this morning, for taking good care of the parish. And uh, he enjoyed himself very much. He laughed when one of the altar servers said to him, Father, you're number 14. (laughs) So in three years or three and a half years, we had 14 priests come and visit. On my flight yesterday from San Francisco to Raleigh, I wrote this homily with gratitude to God for being eight days on a silent retreat with 12 other legionaries. The scripture passages I will refer to today are, Give to your servant, therefore, an understanding heart, from the first reading. The revelation of your words sheds light giving understanding to the simple from the psalm. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The second reading. And then from the gospel. Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the old and the new. Going on retreat is not about getting away from the hustle and bustle of life. It is not about figuring out how you need to improve in this or that virtue. And much less 
about showing off to God all the good you've done. Today, let's ask ourselves why we would go off on a retreat. Oh, yeah. This, here it comes. All right, get ready. I'm going to burn your socks. I share with you some of the insights and experiences of my retreat with these quotes in the background that we just mentioned. And my goal is clear to excite you about doing a retreat. I remember once I told this gentleman who I was in encouraging to join the Catholic Church and I said Walter would you like to do a retreat and he said he was a military man in his previous life he said retreat never always advance never back he died a very Christian man who had never prayed in his entire life Did you know that St. Teresa of Avila, one of the great mystics and doctors of the church, was a mediocre nun up until the age of 40? But something happened in her life, and she became an intimate friend of Jesus. She quickly advanced in the way of the Lord. She began the reformation of the convents and wrote profusely about her conversations with the Lord. The seven mansions of the prayer life were written with no theological training, just her walking and talking with the Lord. She, like Solomon, was given an understanding heart. In a certain sense, this was not her doing but the work of God inside her. Here is one of those conversations she had with the Lord. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. Though all, though all things pass, God does not change. Patience wins all things. But he lacks patience. He lacks nothing who possesses God. For God alone suffices. It seems to me that God chooses the simple to reveal the greatest mysteries of his heart. Our tendency in the spiritual life is to overthink things. So much so that we think it depends on us, our efforts and our religious practices. And maybe the church has overemphasized the gritty clenched fist and personal effort approach to reach holiness. From my personal experience, I can see this. In my younger years as a religious, I worked hard on my spiritual progress. And don't misunderstand me. Personal effort is important, especially at the beginning. But there comes a point in time when you must let go and let God. But he will not take possession of our souls until we give him permission. Until we surrender and abandon ourselves to his immense love. 
The retreat is about creating an environment, an atmosphere, and a space for this to take place. God justifies us and glorifies us. This indeed is a mystery far greater than we can imagine. When the Lord takes over our souls, and he is the one in control, no longer us, things begin to happen like they did for St. Teresa. But relinquishing control is a very scary thing. And one of the final weapons the evil one will use and make full use of is fear. And our immediate reaction to fear is going back to control. Perhaps God is speaking to all of us through my experience on retreat. Where do you think you need to let go of control in your spiritual journey? Perhaps this analogy will help to understand. When we are in our little boat using our oars, we begin to move. We, we, we see progress. But we get tired. Age catches up with us. And God says, throw away your oars. We respond, no way. I don't want to drift into oblivion. And he responds, in your boat are some sails. Raise them and catch the wind. My dear brothers and sisters at St. Joseph's, The kingdom of God is truly a great treasure. And selling all you have to buy that field is the equivalent of abandoning your life into the loving embrace of our Father in heaven. Just like the Blessed Mother did in the moment of the Annunciation. Just like St. Joseph did when he took Mary into his home. And just like you, when you are sitting in his presence, reflecting on these words or some similar to them, be still and know that I am God. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. So that will be one of my little takeaways, is to walk with purpose. And my purpose is to get you all to heaven. Not me, obviously. Right? But God, through us, through me and through us, we will make it to heaven. And you might be like that man that we met this morning. We had two groups that went out to give out coffee this morning. And and my group, we went to Moore Square. And he said, because we asked him to pray for us, and he said these words, Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a new day we have never seen before. Renewing our trust in the Father's love, we turn to him with our needs.
that the church may stand as a living witness to the truth of Jesus Christ and the peace that comes from the forgiveness of sins, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That God may bless and strengthen all families in faith, hope, and love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That young people would entrust themselves to the joy of the gospel and oppose the currents of secularism and materialism, we pray to the Lord. For all who have stopped practicing the faith, that through our prayers and intercessions of the saints, they will be drawn back to the sacraments, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in vocations from the priesthood to a consecrated life, especially from our parish community, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for Lila Rivas. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirmed, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all those intentions we hold dear in our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join all the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and souls of all the faithful departed. Through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Loving Father, we, when we call, you answer us. You build out strength within us. Help us now in our need. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.